one time. Yeah. Yo, all I need is one mic, one beat. Welcome to the time is now. I am your host, Mike Stafford. It is Tuesday, May the 16th. All right, the bubble is back. The bubble is back. Does this validate the bubble ring? The NBA draft lottery is tonight. So who will win the Wimba Yama 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 sweepstakes? But first, Ja, my goodness. All right, so I got my boys in the building back again. I got AC from Sports, AC Sports Live, and I got my boy Tony from Sports Coffee. So sit back, relax, and we'll see you on the other side. All right, welcome back, everyone, to The Time Is Now. I got y'all favorite people. We got the trio together, the three horsemen together. Once again, it's your boy, Mike Stafford from Time Is Now, of course. We got Anthony Cos from AC Sports Live. What's up, my brother? What it is, what it looked like, man. Once again, I think we more like the three amigos than the three. The ones. three amigos. Thank you. That's four horsemen. That three amigos. That's <laughs> right. And the other person you hear right there, that is Tony. Tony from Sports Coffee. What's up, my brother? What's up, fellas? How you guys doing? Man, everything is great. Everything is great. Now, you know, we got to go here. We have to start here. John Morant. John Morant with not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Sounded like LeBron James and the Heatles. Six <laughs> different altercations. Four with gun charges or, or, or allegations of having a gun. One time beating up the little teenager, which y'all saw me post a video of Bronny putting, uh, what's the name of the chokehold? So you want to be the high school kids? No. So we, we had that. We had another incident when he went up to the mall to help his mother. We had another incident when he went to the volleyball game for his sister. We had another incident uh, with, with them with the laser beams against the Indiana Pacers. Uh, we had another incident uh, with, with the gun in the strip club. Now we finally have this new incident where he's dancing on the Tiki Tok. <laughs> on live or whatever it is, IG live with his buddy, the guy who's the, the, the friend who's been banned by the team. Let that sink in. He's been banned by the organization that pays you. He's recording and I got to give him kudos because if you watch the video, he's the one like, oh my God, what are you doing? He puts the, because he's on his live and John knows they're on live. <laughs> let, let that sink in he's recording they're dancing they're dancing in the car he knows they are live <laughs> he grabs a bigger gun than the one in the, the strip club one I said that gun can't be real everybody knows I carry okay I've carried for many years I, 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 I wouldn't give that gun to my wife Like that, it didn't look real I thought it was fake the whole time I said oh he's, going to, he's getting in trouble for this okay whatever maybe because it's his job this gun is definitely a Glock. I got the same gun. It's a G17. 
Okay, I think his might be a, a forty-five cal because or forty cal. Mine's a nine. I think that one's a four. So my point is, <laughs> my point is before I get off track, before I start, you know, showing how American I am by having a gun, <laughs> right? <laughs> my point is, when, if, and how. I don't. You know what? AC. <laughs> AC. Man, where do you stand on this new situation? That now that he's he's suspended from all different things with the team, what do you think will come down on John Morant? He gonna get at least get a year. I mean, you ever watch Stanford the Sun episode where Fred tells Lamont, "Mate, you just you just you just, you just dumb son. He just dumb. You just do dumb stuff. It's, he's, he's that dude you go to bat for time and time again, and you have to just throw your hands up, say, bro, this time he's got to serve the time, bro. I'm not gonna bail you out." I'm not putting up the house to get you out of prison. You need to serve this time. Luckily, he has his trigger finger off the trigger. <laughs> He's <laughs> he, he has good finger discipline. Um, but he just needs he just needs to learn his lesson this time. Because Adam Silver went real light on him last time because the Memphis Grizzlies were going to the playoffs and the the league stood to make some money by Hijab being box office. Everybody wants to see job play. This time, there are no playoffs for the Memphis Grizzlies right in front of them. They got nothing but time and opportunity. They're going to suspend him for at least a year. And I'm not sure if they're going to let him back because, you know, the wow. headache the headache and drama of, of the foolishness. Like, is he, was it NBA young boys just do? Like, that, yeah. the, the ignorance and the messaging, it just seems like he's, he's not being um, um, held accountable by his circle. His dad is letting him down. His folks are letting him down. He's letting these dudes that want this street cred so bad run his life. Like, Michael Vick got the answers after he served his little bit of time. He knows, like, I can't let these dudes run my career into the ground. Not this time. I got a second chance. I don't know if Ja, he just might not be there, man. He might be special. He might just be special. He may not have it all up top because he just got out of trouble. And I don't know about you, but when I get in trouble, I lay low for a minute. But he don't get it, so he has to pay the price, man. What you got, Tom? Stupid plus stupid equals stupidity. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. You did it once, you do it again, you continue. He's just showing you who he is. If you notice, all this behavior is starting to amplify as he got that contract. Mm. Okay, remember, even Shannon Shaw uh, had called out Antonio Brown. All you do is you give someone some money and they're just going to show you who they are. They're just going to amplify it. Wow. They're who they exactly are. And he's showing you that. Look, the people that have to be held responsible, can you really blame John Moran? He's just it's stupid. But his parents, they have to, come on, man. His inner circle is a bunch of fools. It's just, come on, man. That's your meal ticket. That's your dude. That's your brother, your friend. You keep him out of it. Now, if you do see in the video, though, his boy saw when he jog had the gun, he kind of put the phone away. Mm -hmm. too late. Quickly, but it was too late. He, he quickly, but it was too late. He removed, just, he removed the live, deleted the live, but it was too late. It's it was too late. Exactly. Right. So that's what I mean. Stupid plus stupid equals stupidity. Because why would you even be rolling around with a gun? Get a security team. Have you ever seen LeBron James in that trouble? Nope. Kobe Bryant? Nope. You name the guys, only the dumb ones, the Crittentons, uh, back in uh, the old Laker guard. Javoris Crittenton, yeah. yeah. Yeah, him in the arenas, yep. in the locker hey, room. Hey. Come on, man. 
dude, they are going to suspend him and they're going to make an example out of him. He might he's going to he's going to get the year and he's yeah. probably going to get a fine somewhere between 500,000 to a million. They're hey. going to make an example out of him and he can afford now, it. Now ask yourself. He he has the big shoe deal. He has the power yep. deal as well. Yep. yep. When are those going to come down? Next what, week. What are they going to do? Right? It's, it's a wrap, oh. man. <laughs> so so yeah. I'm going to jump on I'm going to jump on that one. Um I'll go right back to you Tony after I just interject here really quick. Um that fine will be unprecedented. I think because he's going to lose his wages, it'll be more than enough. Um, so I feel like the term analogy you're going to use, the, 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 his saving grace is that it's happening in the offseason. Even though it's during the playoffs, it's happening now. They can start they can start getting ahead of it, which mean, what I mean by that is putting him in count, whatever crap they do before. He Season doesn't start again to, to what? October, September, October, end of October. So we have we we have June, July, August, September. We have five months before this actually has to really resurface his head. So, but because of that, they're going to use the terminology indefinitely, which is vague. It could be 20, 30, 40, 50. I believe if this was Stern, it Commissioner Stern. Yeah. If this was Commissioner Stern, it it'll be the whole season. He didn't play. You saw what he did to run our test. Mm-hmm. He was 55 games. This won't be that. Silver is going to use the term indefinitely. He's already so far suspended from the team. And you do know they get checks. It's not during the season. It's every month. They get a check. It's, it's so so he's getting he's gonna be getting docked this entire summer. So then they're gonna put that into consideration. He's gonna probably come back around Christmas. He's gonna miss probably 25, 30 games. He'll be back around Christmas time. And that's what I feel like the penalty will be for him. Anything else? Um, one last point is, um, go back to you, Tony, first. Two points. So, the first one I was going to make, and I, this is going to be a question I was going to ask you guys. Do you think that the NBA is failing these young black men coming from basically one-year college or straight from high school? Well, it's one-year college. And before it was uh, from high school up, by not going to college for four years. Your thoughts? AC, go ahead. I played um, Division One football, and they give you a serious talking to, a symposium, if you will, about the dangers of what's about to happen to you. And then when I got to the NFL, they do the same thing. It's not like he doesn't know the dangers of what he's getting himself involved in. It's the fact that he thinks he's above that 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 lesson, that knowledge that people are trying to spit at him. Apparently, he doesn't respect any of his OGs that have been there before him. So something is happening. There's a disconnect. Like I said, he might just be special, man. As an educator, I deal with kids who just can't get right. And they have to hit rock bottom before they get right. His pocketbooks are so deep. He is not. He's he's the the, the Chris Brown of the NBA. Like, he just can't get right because he got everybody around him saying yes. Somebody has to get in his grill. Somebody has to let him know. That this is, is you were gonna be the face, man. You were gonna be the face. Of the, you were the next, the next dude. If you had just, you know, what I'm saying like him growing his hair out was first, first strike. You're trying to be something you're not. You have a decent family at the house, and and apparently your dad is your friend and not your your father. And you know, I hate to keep jumping up on T. Morant, but it, it's a reflection. I mean, you know my son on Big Mike. 
you know, mm-hmm. I'm, on my, I'm on my son's head about legacy and, and, and honor and, you know, how you represent your family and your last name. This guy, you know, he's, he's, he's above it right now. And he's going to have to really pay for it for him to get some understanding and some, some understanding of what he's throwing away. Um, it's not just the parents. It's everybody. It's society. I am not I'm just going to say it's hip-hop music. It's just society allowing mega millionaires do whatever they want. And if, you know, I hate the word disgusted because it does kind of put this high and mighty, you know, title on folks that say, oh, I'm disgusted at his behavior. We were all young and dumb at one point. I just didn't have a hundred million bucks in the bank to act up. So, you know, I'm going to give him grace, but he's going to have to pay the price at this point. He just needs to find out that this is real. Like if the feds were after you and you did something, you know, really, really, like he hasn't shot the gun. He's just showing it. He's just a poser. He's a buster of all busters. If you were in the neighborhood, the homies and the OGs would not let him come to the party. They would send him home. He's that much of a buster. So, you know, it's just sad, but he's going to have to pay the price on this one. Tony, you had another question? Yeah. So to my second point where you were talking about, I think he's going to get the whole year and I'm going to tell you why it's not going to come from silver. It's going to come from the other owners. You have to remember the owners are going to run silver on this one. And think about how the Memphis Grizzlies alienated NBA. You think that those owners are going to allow him to, oh, here's a slap in the wrist. Here's 24 games or here's 30. They're going to on him because they cannot afford for another superstar to do the same dumb behavior. Yeah. And I that's where I think that ownership's really going to push for this. Remember that time Cam Newton was going to get a neck tattoo and the owner said, no, you're the yep. face of my franchise. At some point, the person that's signing his checks needs to say, I need you to be a certain way, at least while you work for me. And it might sound like a master slave uh, tone, but at this point, somebody got to jump up in his face and say, man, your money's about to leave. Your opportunities are about to leave. You're about to be out of here and nobody's going to give you a shot. You know, you thought Kaepernick had it bad. You're about to be blackballed, bro. If you keep it up, you're not, you're good. But there are thousands of guys that can ball like you at Rucker Park who chose a different lifestyle and you're about to be the next guy so it's it's, it's, it's going to be interesting hopefully he learns his lesson at some point alright I'm going to put a bow on it here um, I, I hear you guys and and and, and I want to throw out there the, the, let me let me go to both points before I finish I'll be quick on, on, on the parental and the community we may be fooled in thinking that he's probably that he's Papa Doc right you know from 8 Mile yeah. And you know, you, you know, he, my boy's Clarence. You know, he got two good parents. <laughs> yeah. Clarence's parents had a really good marriage, right? Yeah. So we may think that, but when you listen to the actions of the mother calling him like he's supposed to be who, um, and, and knowing how her son is, and, he, and knowing he's coming with guns and and, and and the entourage, that's one. And, and on two occasions. Then, then, not calling the father, not calling the authority, not call, calling your son, who's who's the bill ticket. Okay, that that, that 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 tells you something. Other thing, when you see T. Morant at the games, looking like the fake Usher, and and he, and he has the shades on, he's wearing the shades indoors. He doesn't have the big team, but he has a chain on. He got the bezel, and he and and I remember the last game they played in in Staples Crypto, where the Crips be. Um, <laughs> he went in there and he's sat. He took he did a photo op next to Jack Nicholson. Like, like, 
like, living like, life, man. He's yeah, living yeah, life. Th- th- now you're getting me. Now, now you're, you're smelling what I'm cooking. This dynamic of enablers is what is festering and making him who he is. Hmm. You are who you surround yourself with. Because you're his father, like like AC said, you're being want to be his friends. You're part of the entourage. How can you help him? You're living vicariously through him. He's your meal ticket, but you're not you're not seeing that. You guys think that you're above what's ahead of you. That's hmm. another thing. The final thing is, when it comes to this big, oh, the league's going to do this. Mind you, there's 30 owners. There's 29 other owners. Now let's exclude the the elite team. So let's just say there's 20 other owners, right, or 19 other owners who would kill. For his talent, regardless of what's going on. And I, what I mean by that is this, and AC, you know this. You're when your problems outweigh your talent, is when I'm getting rid of you. You dealt with that. I dealt with that in my profession. I was one of the top sales car guys in the entire state. Back in the days when I was making my bones with Nissan, I was the number one retailer of Maximus in 2005. Okay, in California. So sold. So I had a lot of issues too. Mind you, I was around his age. I was actually a little bit older. And I said, I, I had the guns. I wasn't doing, I, we didn't have Tiki Tok and all that crap back then. But my point is, is that hmm. my, 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 uh, my issues, my temperament, my, my, my way of, they had to call the cops with me one time in Cerritos. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of temper. I, I destroyed the entire office because I didn't get my way. And you know, I'm a big guy. Back then, I was actually in shape, Tony. You got to see me. Back then, I was a monster. AC will tell you. I was dunking yeah. back then. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, big looks. Big yeah, looks. right. Yeah. I was I was, I was, was in my 20s. I was about 230 pounds of muscle and, and, and whatever. You know, so I was I was not playing. My point is, they didn't get rid of me. And so when they called the cops on me, I made the, I, I made the sales manager piss on himself on the showroom floor when I looked up on him. You see what I'm saying? Guess what? They called me to the office. They slapped, they slapped my wrist, told me to apologize and sent me on my way and then told me what I did. I didn't know he pissed himself today. They laughed and told me in the office, the general manager's laughing mm-hmm. at the sales manager for what, and I, they called the cops on me. He wasn't there. They called the cops on me. And guess what? I got a slap on the wrist and got a promotion. What I'm telling you is, <laughs> what, I, what, I, what, I, what I'm telling you is, is that there's going to be some, yeah, my talent outweighed my issues. Ace, real quick. AC, that same period of time, a little bit later than that, is when I, I went through my uh, um, AA with, mm-hmm. with Scotty Waddy. Yep. You don't know this story, Tony. So that's how I got indoctrinated into the church when I started going to Usher Board. I got suspended for drinking too much. Mm. I, I, I did not know. I was, I, I was showing up late. I was drinking on the job, whatever. That's when I went to AA through the church, got clean. I was dry for four years straight became an usher and everything else everything else is history i'm saying all that to say this there's gonna be some owner out there that's like willing to take a flyer on him for the cheap he's gonna he might fizzle, he might even fizzle out with the with the memphis grizzlies it's gonna take something extreme now he's gonna lose his endorsements he's gonna lose all that but when it comes to him being out the league we might have to hold the brakes on that because he's two top tier talent for that, so they're going to pause everything for then. But I think he's he's still got a long way to go before they kick him out the league. We got to move on. We got to move on because we got a lot to get to. Um, when we go to the Philadelphia 76ers being destroyed in Game Seven in Boston, one twelve to eighty eight. 
my boy AC, that is your childhood team. You Dr. Uh, J, all that. Uh, you believe in Harden. You believe in MB. You trust uh, the process. All those things. After being up 3-2, Doc Rivers once again cannot finish. Leading every coach in NBA history of blowing clinching games. I think he lost 33 clinching games in his career. 10, 10, 10 losses by being up 3-2 or 3-1. No one's uh, actually, no one's lost more game 7s than him ever. <laughs> how, how ever? How do how does this feel about not just losing this, but the potential of losing Harden, maybe losing your coach, maybe losing your GM, maybe the pro- Joel and B turns 30 next year. How does wh- where where do you guys go from here? Just 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 AC, this is you. This is you, brother. Go ahead. Cook him. Cook him, AC. Blow it up. The process is over. Get rid of everybody. Get as much as you can for MB. MVP or not. This was not this was not indicative of an MVP. I mean, you go into halftime 55 apiece or 55, 56, whatever it was, and you do nothing in the third quarter. If this ain't a real fix, if if Vegas or the, the mob was not involved, you cannot explain to me how a professional team scores five points in a 33-point run. You don't call timeout. You don't foul nobody hard. You continue to shoot threes, and you can't make them on the road. It looked like we were throwing the game. Embiid was walking down the court. Harden was trying to shoot baskets like he'd never played before. I'm like, what just happened? I couldn't even explain what I was looking at. And I'm like, why are they shooting these threes? We have not made a bucket. And everybody was getting to the bucket with ease on both sides of the first half. All you had to do was a Euro step. There's no rim protection if you get past Horford. So I was just like, well, what are we doing? Is this what we're doing? Then blow it all up. It wasn't Ben Simmons. It was us. It was everybody. We had Jamil Butler. We had a good nucleus of guys. And now we got these guys, uh, Moray put together. It, on paper, we should have been able to do something. We were up 3-2 at Philly and didn't mm-hmm. close it out. So I knew this was going to happen. Mike, you trying to tell me you gave me some hope that it's not over to us over? Yeah, but it's Doc Rivers. It's Doc going to die. Doc is always going to die. And Doc, Doc. So get rid of Doc. I'm not sure why he didn't get fired last night. Mm. I mean, there's plenty of of, of 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 good, solid coaches out there could do the same thing he's been doing. They Doc listening to him. Somebody said Doc ain't made a basket. Doc ain't got a rebound. So why are we blaming Doc? Because Doc is the motivator. He's the voice. And his post game rants aren't even there. He's just like, well, yeah, uh, there's ashy voice. He needs some lotion on his voice. He's making <laughs> me mad, man. And be like, I'm going to get better. And then my team, I don't have a team. I'm like, man, you had enough dudes to win. You look at the roster, if they were coached properly, they'd be in the same position as the Lakers. Mm. You got two Hall of Fame, one, two punch. Milk it, but they're not doing that. I'm, I'm, I don't have a lot of detailed stats I saw what I saw. This team did not play for Doc. God bless him. He got that one championship in 2008, whatever year it was. Do not get me started on that. that was Rondo, Rondo coached that team. We're about to start <laughs> on him. So, yeah. So, you know, I know y'all going to rip at it, but I say blow it up, man. This this team is not going to win a championship. James Harden never going to win a championship. He can kick rock say he's not playing for Doc. I don't care who we play for. I don't care who Doc coaches. Just get him out of Philly, man. I'd rather start over. And, and and see what the future looks like, man. Because at this point, it's trash, man. I ain't never seen a team not try. And that's what makes me mad. And I'm not even a crazy fan from Philly. I'm, mm. I'm, my pops is from Philly. I'm from Connecticut. I'm a Philly fan from through pops. And I, 
I grew up with Moses Malone and, and, the, and the Boston Stranglers and uh, all, uh, Andrew Tony and them dudes. Like, we, they play hard. And AI is beloved because he played hard. No championship, but he played hard. And if you don't give me effort, bro, I can't deal with you, man. I'm just I'm just sick of that team right now. Mm, Go ahead, man. Mm. I, I blow it up. Get rid yeah, of Tony. Yeah, Tony with Tatum having a plus 33 with 51 points, the most in a game seven in NBA history, just weeks after Steph had the most before that beating out second. Bro, when you saw this. They didn't foul him once, man. They didn't foul him hard one time. (laughs) Elbow to the ribs. One good time. He shot 60% from three, and he was 11 for 14 from the free throw line. He demolished them in 42 minutes with a plus 33. I think I've never seen a plus minus that high. And, and then Embiid had a minus 28, and then I believe Hart had a minus 30. So when you saw that, what, what's your take on this, Tony? One. Are you tired of spending your entire weekend at dealerships only to feel as if you got a raw deal? Don't you hate all the back and forth and haggling for countless hours? Imagine this. While you're at work or having dinner or just enjoying life, the people at Pure Diamond Auto are working a great deal on your behalf. With Pure Diamond Auto, they have a team of former sales and finance managers who know all the tricks of the trade. Call 562-PDA-7888 today for a free consultation. That's 562 732 7888. What can I say? I love PDA. MVP, get back the MVP. Get it back. Look, look, <laughs> it, this all goes back. Now, I had the Sixers going to the finals. Wow. But I should have known better. Mm-hmm. But I thought they, I, I really thought this was going to be their year because they're, they're a good team. They're loaded from top to bottom. But <laughs> it's called Doc Rivers. <laughs> That's curse number one. And then the other one, we should have known better when during the season, when Embiid was, uh, when Philadelphia was going to play the Nuggets and Embiid sat that game out. Oh, you that, remember that? That was the worst. Mm-hmm. That right there should have been the red flag to just say, nope, mm-hmm. I'm out on them. They're not and competing. That, yeah, they're not competing. And that was what just happened. That third quarter, they got ran out the building. There was no heart. And come on, man. Doc Rivers, when you see Harden just taking shot after shot after shot, and not he's cold. Why are you not calling a timeout and putting your team? First of all, you got to stop the run. That's one. Please and then stop. putting your team in a, in a position to get a quick basket just to get their confidence going. So if he can't make the three, get to the foul line, drive, get to the foul line, make your free throws, slow the game down, get back in it. My issue with Embiid is going to be this. He's soft. Mm. He's soft. Tell me he is a dominant big man. His stats are dominant, right? Mm Mm-hmm. What did he show you game seven? No heart. No heart. That's why he, I don't believe in stats, man. I argue he, with my buddy Jimmy McElroy all the time. Stats aren't always stats, man. Sometimes stats are lie. They lie. 
and knowing <laughs> and knowing that you're going into Boston of all places Boston you know that you have to go ahead and slow that game down grind it down you have to force the officials to call fouls you cannot afford to go down big and they just gave up in that third quarter when that landslide started it was over it was a wrap and you're right at this point you're probably gonna have to blow up that team because who we had this talk a couple weeks ago who do you pair up next to Embiid that can get you to winning a championship forget just the finals you play to win a championship you need that hardware to be a made man who do you pair up with him to be a made man no one on that roster is that that next alpha next to him we kept his number Harris. two we had to do you had to make it and mike will tell you hey mike will tell you i'm That's the your biggest player yep he he's one of my favorite players because the dude is a dog the dude look at him where is he at right now michael jordan's son and he's in the finals exactly <laughs> exactly and dude he might mess around and get him to the finals you, you just don't know <laughs> you just don't know but look with philly i mean i hate to see, i would hate to see them break it up because they're just gonna have to this time because it, it's just time at that point what do you do do you go out there and get dame i don't even think dame likes Embiid. from yeah. the little trolling they had going back and forth i guess on twitter i guess he trolled them after they got blown out or something but who wow. do you go get i would take dame playing hard and losing then mb getting the mvp getting this far and not playing hard like i would take a i would take i would take john Morant at this point told you turns his life around yes I told you anybody would take a chance well but we're Morant, so when you're suspension then he'll be back on league he, it won't start. even it won't be a year but we'll see That's, you'll be a changed man but, um, <laughs> too much talent too young he's got time and doc mm-hmm. guys go. doc is horrible I've mm-hmm. said it when he when he was in Orlando. I said it when we got to Boston. Every with the Clippers, everyone would look at me like I didn't know what I was talking about. Bro, hold on, oh, time no. out, time no, out, no, time no. out. No, no, no. I've out, said this for out. years. I'm gonna, hold on, I'm gonna call. Go ahead. Nobody no. talked about Doc in Orlando. Stop. Oh, <laughs> nobody how do you cares. Think, how you know they did? They oh, were you know, you're about right. They had team at Grand Hill. They had team yeah. at Grand Hill, no, no. and he couldn't do anything. No, <laughs> no, no, no. He he had some bum squad, and they played hard they actually would play hard so everyone would say oh doc rivers is the next coach he's going to be the next big uh, best thing and then he got to boston that's how he ended up in boston because they thought he was going to be great in reality that one championship is garbage and i don't care if there's a celtic fan listening to this you should have had you had one with how many hall of famers all right since you opened the door <laughs> I could I could coach that other team. Doc yeah. Rivers with the Celtics. That was before Big Three. They were trash, hot garbage. Paul Pierce couldn't lead a, a, a horse to water. It, it, it was a bad. They, they were about to fire Doc Rivers. Go mm-hmm. back and find the news clippings. Yep. Until they got the the package from McHale. McHale says here, my friend. To uh, Danny Age, I give you a life here. I give you Kevin Garnett because Kevin Garnett was the original Dame Lillard. He was like, "I'm not leaving. I'm gonna go down with the ship." Very long. And then he was like, "Dude, ten years in, he's like, I, I can't win. Everybody winning around me. Look at Kobe. Everybody. Yeah. He's like, I got to do something. So they cre- they create the big three. 
with Ray Allen. Let's not leave Ray Allen. He was a very pivotal person because once he left, went to Miami, guess what happened? Same thing. Okay. So they don't give him no shine. And you know, I'm not a Ray Allen fan because he's a co he's an anti-Kobe guy. I'm just calling like I see it. So Doc Rivers has the only, the original big three. The reason why LeBron has they created the new LeBron y'all know today to go hunting and changing. They created that. So now they have the big three. They go against the Lakers, who just got Pau Gasol in February in the trade deadline, which I'm going to tie that back together later when we get to the Lakers later, because this is very emblematic of, emblematic, I'm sorry, of that time and this time when we put a team together last minute and go here. Now, they go against that Lakers team. Let's remind let's remember the clock. That Lakers starting five had Derek Fisher, Kobe Bryant, Trevor Ariza, Pau Gasol, and Andrew Bynum. That series goes six. Guess who's not playing? Andrew Bynum, Trevor Reza. Let's let's yep. let people like, well, who are these people? Oh, Trevor Reza. No, Trevor Reza. Hey, hey, hey. Don't don't think about Trevor Reza two years ago. That that's not Trevor Reza. That that's Trevor Reza's uh, uh, shadow. All right. <laughs> Trevor Reza was before three and D was a was a thing. He was three and D. Was the three and D guy. He what he was when when people people said, oh, we need one of them. It was Trevor Reza since two thousand and nine when he won the championship with them the following year after oh eight. They said we need one of those. Back then, it was no, that was not a thing. Three and D player, it was just, can you play defense? Three pointer wasn't that big yet, right? It was Trevor Reza. Trevor Reza was the original, in my opinion, three and D guy. Cooper didn't shoot threes. All right, so Michael Cooper, way back in the days, look, Google him. All right, so Trevor Reza was injured. He's out. Best three and D in the league at that time. Look it up. Next, Andrew Bynum was the second best center in the league at the time behind who? Hall of Famer, my opinion, top 75, Dwight Howard. Bynum was number two to him. He's out. The fact that he even went six games lets you know how bad Doc Rivers sucks. I'm trying to tell y'all, that championship was fraudulent. How do I know? When they came back in 2010, they got owned. And you know what Doc Rivers said in the press conference? They didn't beat our full five. But you know why? Because Kendrick Perkins got hurt in game six and could play game seven. Kendrick Perkins! <laughs> NBA TV, NBA Today, Kendrick Perkins Five sucks. The game. Yeah. I love Kendrick Perkins as an analyst, an, an analysis, whatever. This dude can't jump over a curb. He's just as athletic as Jokic with not even a, a centella of the talent. Stop it. So that let me know right there. I, this man has no scruples about this man. He has he makes excuse after excuse after excuse. When he threw Ben Simmons under the bus, I said, this is who he is. When I saw who he was with the Clippers, I told everybody. When he left the Clippers, he says, you're going to get more of the same from Ty Lu. I said, this is who he is. No, he's telling you who he is. He's not He's not a man of high character. I don't. I just don't believe it. I don't believe it. I know his dad's a cop. He's a narc. <laughs> All so right? Let me ask you this question. Just Doc to prove Rivers, my point. Just about, about About Doc. You put Phil Jackson on those Celtics teams. How many championships do they win? Four. There you go. Made my point. Doc Four. Rivers is not that good of a coach. He's not. I told somebody else earlier today, it's a lot of these coaches who, he was in a fortunate situation. He's living off of it to this day. And I won't say Rick Carlisle's the same situation. Even though he got that one, I think he deserved it. There's other coaches who could not win. People say, oh, coach, it doesn't matter. Anybody? No, that's not true. Because Kobe and Shaq couldn't win Jack until Phil got there. The moment he got there, three-peat. That's not by coincidence. Michael Jordan had Doug Collins, couldn't win Jack until Phil Jackson got there. That's not that's not by coincidence. It's not it's not just Pippen. It was also Jordan. My, Phil Jackson almost took Pippen to the finals. 
without yep. Jordan. It's it's coaching matters. Rick Adelman would have been a Hall of Fame coach if it wasn't for Phil Jackson. Rick Adelman could not get past Phil. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Charles Barkley would be so much higher if it wasn't for Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan. These are the facts and they're undisputed. Sloan has no championship rings. He would have been a Hall of, he is a Hall of Fame coach. He'd have been greater if it wasn't for Phil Jackson. Coaching matters, people. This is the eighth seed in Miami Heat. Spolstra, Spolstra is one of the main reasons. Jimmy Butler, you need a dog, but you got a dog and an undersized center and bam, out of the bayou. It's Spolstra. I'm telling y'all, man, what I know. Same thing with Pat Riley. It's the coaching. It matters. Without the right coaching, you're not going to get the, the top talent to the next level. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. With that, we got to talk about that. Speaking of coaching, Monty Williams loses his job. We're not even talking about Budenholzer. Damn that. Monty Williams loses his job with Phoenix. After Phoenix making that huge trade, giving up all their depth, sending one player to, to Budenholzer, just aforementioned, to Milwaukee and, and Jay Crowder, who didn't get used. So that's why Budenholzer's gone. And then sending the other two players to the Nets um, and, and Thomas and um, Mikel Bridges. Now that team, now KD has another team that, that did not perform and did not do what they're supposed to do with all the talent that he has with Booker on his team. First things first, I'm just going to make it clear. We don't have to, don't have to ask a question. KD leaving the, the Warriors, first of all, did two things. It was great for the league. It was horrible for his legacy. So that's clear. What I'm going to ask you guys, I'm going to start with you this time, Tony, is Monty Williams losing his job, is that fair or foul? I think it's foul. I think they need more time. I I think they needed more time. Look how play together. And then typical Chris Paul gets hurt again. They, they weren't, they didn't have all their guys. Believe it or not, Chris Paul is a integral part to that team. I thought they should have just ran it back and have more time with that. Look, look at the components you had there. Aiton. Come on, man, dude. That was a horrible contract. And then Chris Paul going down, and they have no bench. That completely just demolished them. AC, this sounds like an inside job because mm-hmm. I'm like you, Tony. I think it should have been ran back due to yep. the lack of uh, chemistry and, and time they spent together. But somebody has more juice than we think. It may be Aiden. It mm-hmm. might be KD. Somebody is not mm-hmm. a Monty Williams fan in that locker room and ownership being you know the new guy the michigan state guy i don't know if he wants Izzo to take the job mm, no uh, good point didn't I think mean, of that wow he did play for things, coach Izzo. there are a lot of things wow. that are going around that i don't know what's going to happen but he must have somebody <laughs> in mind <laughs> my god oh they my might. god ac sorry keep going i'm sorry i go ahead i'm sorry when I, when I saw joker push the dude i said that's the dude that plays for tom Izzo. Like, i didn't know he was a guy that bought the team so I'm just kind of wow. like, okay, but Monty being coached the year, what, two years ago? Last year. Last year. Last year, yep. Good God, man. So he's a scapegoat. He's just, he has, he'll find a job pretty soon. It's unfortunate. They didn't get a guy a chance to jail, but ownership has their guy, and a couple of guys on the team aren't vibing with Monty, Aiden being one. So they must really value him. Um, so we'll see what happens. I think it's messed up, but Monty being a good dude he is, the smart coach he is. He hasn't won a championship like you told me, Mike, I re- reminded me about, but I believe he'd be a prime guy in Philly 
once Doc gets the axe. And if Doc don't get fired, bro, we gonna pick it. We gonna we gonna we gonna protest in Philadelphia at the Rocky statue. <laughs> I gotta say this, and it's interesting to know the the, the last four, the. The the last three championship coaches all got the axe and Nurse, Budenholzer, and Vogel. Vogel. And then and the last three or so coach of the years got the axe as well with Monty Williams. We add to that and Nurse and, and Budenholzer. So um it's very interesting to see that that happened. Now I was gonna go a different route with this, but AC doing AC Sports Live's things got a <laughs> bing out of my brain. I did not even think about Izzo. H to the Izzo, E to the Izzo. I did not even think about Izzo. Dang it, AC. Because I'm over here like, okay, Booker is not really a um, Booker and 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 we all know that Aiden and, and Monty didn't get along. We know that, and I doubt he's going to consider um, um, Aiden because they didn't want that last owner didn't want to pay Aiden anyway. They they were they didn't really want Aiden. They didn't value. That's why Aiden just quits on the team because they're like he didn't want to be there all season. He has to be traded. So we know that. So that still might be in the works. And, and, the, and the contract's not bad for what he was giving you, what, what the talent he is, and how, the scarcity of people like him in the league, the contract makes sense. And he was going to get that from Indiana. So How much is, uh, how, how much is he making? My- I thought it's like, it's like 180 something. I don't forget what it is. Well, what's five it years. a year? About 30? Five, five years. Uh, was it, the 30, yeah, 30 something, 33, 32. I don't know. He's making less than Booker. So um, Booker, Booker is making top, top dollar. Now, I thought it was a Booker thing because um, we, we know that they probably want to get rid of Chris Paul, move on from him, and get rid of Aiden, and then center everything around Booker and make some moves happen. But bringing in Izzo made me think because who's rumored to not probably be around in another championship caliber team? Oh, Draymond Green. Draymond Green. It all mm-hmm. makes sense. Oh my God, Draymond Green Dray- will be. Perfect so, for that team. And who's the who was even though y'all want to say they beef, the, the best friends, the Katie's best friend on the Warriors team was Draymond Green. It was not Steph, it was not Clay, it wasn't damn sure it wasn't Clay. It was Draymond Green. That's why they were arguing that they were like brothers. If anyone could lure Draymond there, it would be Kevin a, Durant. And of course, Izzo. And Durant, yep. So so if, if, if I feel like Izzo would say, if you could get Draymond here, I'll come. Because Izzo's done all he's gonna do in college basketball. He's he's he, his his reign like he, he he gets close. He can't get the cigar. He his, he's not gonna get it. His he's this his last chance of going pro. The AC, thank you, my brother. Because now we got so we can spin and be out there on, on the ether and put that out here in in the world. Because if Izzo goes, because think about it, it makes and no remember, sense to fire Monty. Mike. It makes no sense to fire him. Remember, Mike Izzo was at the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was there. This is mm-hmm. when was the last time you see him at, at pro games? No, I, he goes never. He goes, um, no, he no, goes it's rare. He goes Draymond games all. He goes to Draymond just, playoff games all the time. But he made time. sure he was there, and he, they kept well, catching he co- he him on camera. The he, he, he yeah. coached the owner. He coached the owner. So that's, but but, but, so but you, you, know, you, make, you, make, you make a good point because he's coached a lot of players, and he'll go to their games. But he, he goes to Draymond's games because Draymond's a champion, and he goes to Ishbia's game maybe because they have a conversation behind closed doors all right we gotta move on to the bigger topic <laughs> we, we won't go as long as we did we kind of touched everything with with everything happening now we have the western conference final set eastern conference final set and we have the lakers versus denver which comes on tonight um on espn and then we have the celtics miami that's tomorrow night on tnt so with those games set 
in place. We can't all just, it looks familiar. I feel like I'm having deja vu. I feel like I'm in a twilight zone. D wait, doo -doo 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 -doo. Are, are we in the bubble? Are we in the bubble, people? Didn't people say the bubble wasn't validated? When they saw Miami struggling, when they saw the Lakers struggling this season, everybody was like, I told you bubble ain't real. Even though the Boston Celtics kept, kept, kept coming back to the Eastern Conference Finals, the bubble ain't real. Even though Denver got better after the bubble every season, the bubble ain't real. Cream rises to the top. When the Lakers are healthy, Lakers have not been fully healthy and had a decent roster because you know what? Palinka blew up the roster twice. Lakers have had a, a, a competitive roster and a healthy AD and LeBron since the bubble. And guess what? Now they're back in the conference finals. The, the Heat have, have been stricken with injuries and they built their team back up again. And guess what? They have competent role players around uh, uh, Jimmy Butler and Jimmy Butler is healthy. Bam is healthy. And guess what? They're in the conference finals. So now we have now to me, this validates the bubble when they said my Lakers rings did not matter because nobody was there to see it. If anything, it made it harder. And now I want my Lakers to win it all so they can finally get the parade they deserved from the bubble. I'm going to go to you, AC. When you see these matchups together, the, 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 the conference finals, two questions. Does it validate the bubble? And no, we're going to start there. Does it validate the bubble? What do you say? I never, I, I was never one that said the bubble wasn't validated because they still had to play. No matter if there's fans or not, you still got to play. So some guys may have played better because there is no fans, but other guys like myself, I can't play if there are no fans. I played in an arena without, without any fans and it's the worst. So you have to mentally be prepared for stuff like that. So I totally believe that the bubble was real because everybody in the bubble had the same circumstances. So I don't think there's anything but good franchises reloading and getting better. And I don't believe it's a failure when you don't win a championship. I believe it's just time for you to put one more piece on, on, on the puzzle. Like keep getting better, always be here, always be in contention. These four teams are very well ran, very well coached, have great players, Lakers in six, Lakers in six. I mean, they might not, I mean, Miami Celtics might be more of a toss up, but I believe the Lakers handled the Denver Nuggets. Um, I don't know if Joker can handle AD, um, but we'll see. Um, but I think it's going to be Lakers Celtics like old times, 17 versus 17. Whoever wins gets the 18. It's going to be good TV. I hate to think about that, though, because they said, you know, the, the Golden State Warrior Lakers series was the, the most watched series ever. I hate to think about that stuff. Like, if the fix is in for certain things like that, I mean, I know they still have to make baskets. They still have to play. But I hate to think that stuff is rigged. But sometimes it's just the storylines are too perfect. Celtics, Lakers, come on, man. But I'm just thinking without Tyler Hero, Miami will be struggling against the Celtics. So, you know, I hope it goes seven games on both sides, West and East. But I see it going Lakers, Celtics, man. Lakers and Tony. Celtics. Lakers in six in the West, Boston in six in the East. As far as the bubble, yes, this validates it. For wh whatever person was running around, spewing that nonsense, not real, it's not real. Oh, it was real. My eye saw it. You still have to put the ball in the hole, score, and they almost played a full season. Now, they did help the Lakers get some time off so AD and LeBron can rest up and get healthier. Of course it did. But so did all the other teams. Kawhi had it. Paul George had rest. Everyone had rest. So you can't use that as an excuse. So I'm glad this has happened. And there's validation to that bubble championship that everybody wants to, you know, downplay. You know what the bad thing about it? We didn't get our parade. So now we're going to have to get a championship this year to get our parade. And I will Plain say and this simple. too. I will say this too. 
of course, as a Laker fan, I want that to all happen, and, and I can see it happening. I, I, I say Lakers in six, winning it at home. I say, um, I actually think Boston, I think Boston, Miami, I think Boston in seven, winning it at home as well, and it's hard to win in Boston in the game seven. I want Miami to get there, because then Lakers actually have home court advantage for the first time in the playoffs, <laughs> you know? But that's the only way they can have it with Miami, because everybody else has a better record. But my point is, is that I want, I believe if the Lakers win it, I'm going to ask you guys this question. I believe if the Lakers win it, they should invite back all the players from the 2020 team and, and in like Dwight Howard, McGee, uh, KCP, all those guys. Uh, I forgot the young fella's name, Quinn. Uh, Quinn. Um, I want him out there too. All these guys are not even in the league anymore, some of these guys. I think they should bring them all back so they could get that proper celebration. I think it'd be one of the biggest celebrations in the NBA history because of, all, because of the fact they're putting the, the pandemic celebration and validating the pandemic championship in this run and LeBron winning it in his 20th season in the same season he surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as a scoring title and he moved up in the ranks in every other statistical category being top five in all the major categories I think this will be to me not only should they do that but this could put the claim that maybe LeBron truly is the GOAT which I almost threw up saying but <laughs> 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 But if he wins it, I'm going to throw it there. First, do you guys think that they should invite those other guys back from 2020? And second, if LeBron wins his fifth ring in this type of year and the way that everything has panned out in a dizzy scenario, does he? Does that make him the GOAT? AC? I don't care who you invite to the parade. I think it's just a party. I think it's cool if you bring the guys back, but I think it's going to be kind of insignificant. It's about the time. It's like right now. It's this year's team if they win it. Those other guys will come back as guests. I'd be more surprised if Westbrook and Pat Bev show up, but they, and they want their rings too because they were part that's of this team so this year. Whack. That's so and whack that they asked for it, but go ahead. I, I mean, well, shoot, that's how it's been. If you've been part of that team, if it wasn't for how bad Westbrook played, you guys wouldn't be in position that you're in now. <laughs> if he wasn't as bad as he was, Polinia let them guys ride it out and would have, would have, would have went home the first round. But, you know, I, I, I think they do deserve a parade. But let's keep in mind, it's just a party. It's just, you know, it ain't like people are saying that they weren't champions. They got an asterisk by their name when they got a championship because it was in the bubble. But they still won a championship. So, yeah, come back and have a bubble. Is LeBron the GOAT if he wins? No, nah, man. I mean, that's like <laughs> that guy get poked in the eye the other day and he lay on the ground like he's going to die. And then wait till the cameras on his face to, to look up to see if the camera's looking at me. Okay, I'm going to milk this a little bit more. Some things that LeBron does still irk me to this day. Like, as great as he is, as 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 goatish as he is, he still does some stuff that's real diva-ish. Like mm. some stuff is just over the top. Come on, Brian, you're the biggest, strongest dude in the universe, and you getting fouled a little bit, act like you're gonna die. And Anthony Davis, I mean, for my Laker friends, I I hope y'all win, but I can't stand Anthony Davis and how he gets hurt so much, man. I can't stand it. Like I was laughing with Shaq and Charles when they when he got elbowed in the, in, the, in the ear and he went out on a wheelchair. That that hurt my heart. Why are you in a wheelchair? I got hit like that at LA Fitness last week. You shake it off and keep playing. I played football with a cross eye and a face mask turned sideways. And you better not come out the game. You stay in the game. You shake it off. You walk it off. So, you know, I'm I'm just kind of like looking at this team like, is that your GOAT? I mean, as great as LeBron is. Some of the antics, man. Come on, man. You know, I, I mean, you're great. But you ain't got to do some of the stuff that you're doing. 
We know we know what time it is, Big Bron. Just get your get your ring, man. Just play ball, but don't do all the extra stuff, man. That's, that's, that's pansy stuff, man. time it is it's my favorite part of the show is the happy birthday so let's go megan fox turns 37 this week and maddie ice matt ryan turns 38 janet jackson miss janet jackson she turns 57 this week and tony parker turns 41 pierce brosnan that is 007 pierce brosnan turns 70 this week and danny trejo turns 79 my goodness Lloyd Marketing turns 26 this week, and Clint Capella turns 29. Tori Spelling turns 50 this week, and Candy Burris turns 47. Sugar Ray Leonard turns 67 this week, and um, Karuchi Tran, wow, Karuchi Tran turns 35. JoJo Siwa turns 20 this week, and DJ Academics turns 32. Marshmallow, the DJ Marshmallow turns 31 this week, and Taj Murray, you know, he's a smart guy. He turns 37. Sam Smith, stay, stay with me. Sam Smith turns 31 this week, and Jordan Knight, that's from New Kids on the Block, Jordan Knight turns 53. Yo, Gotti turns 42 this week, and Tina Fey turns 53. Isaiah Stewart, you know the guy who went all crazy trying to get LeBron James to get his eye busted up? Yeah, Isaiah Stewart turns 22 this week. Grace Jones turns 75 this week. My guess. Who can turn out this pussy, my guess? Grace Jones herself turns 75. Josh Allen turns 27 this week. And Kevin Garnett, the big ticket, turns 47. Alistair Black in the WWE, he turns 38 this week. And I pity the fool, Mr. T, he turns 71. Cher, Cher turns 77 this week. And Naomi Campbell turns 53. Jaden Siwa, that's JoJo Siwa's big brother. Jaden Siwa turns 23 this week. And Daniel Bryan, Hall of Famer Daniel Bryan in WWE. He, or actually, he's in AEW now. Daniel Bryan turns 42. Buster Ryan, Buster Bust, he turns 51 this week. And Novak Djokovic, Djokovic he turns 36. Tay Zonday, that's Chocolate Ray himself. He turns 41 this week. Julian Edelman turns 37. And Johnny Gill turns 57. And finally, finally, finally. My dad, Mike Stafford Sr., turns 71. Now it's time for our honorable mentions. Bob Saget tragically died back in 2022, just last year. Would have been 67 this week. Izzy, Israel Kamakawino Ole. He has a song. That song, you guys know that. Passed away back in 1997. Would have been 64 this week. Chris Benoit, tragically, murder, death, suicide, ex-wrestler. Chris Benoit killed himself and his family back in 2007. Would have been 56 this week. Nicole Brown Simpson, tragically killed, allegedly by uh, her ex-husband and O.J. Simpson. Back in 1994, would have been 64 this week. Andre the Giant passed away back 1993, would have been 77 this week. Pope John Paul II 
passed away 2005, would have been 103 this week. And Biggie, 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 can't you see? Biggie Smalls passed away and killed back in 1997, would have been 51 this week. And finally, Malcolm X was tragically killed back in 1965, would have been 98 this week. But that's all the birthdays we have this week, guys. Now, back to our show. Tony. Now, as far as the uh, the parade, would it be cool to see some of those players like KCP and some of the guys, Rondo, et cetera, et cetera, oh, be right. part of the parade? Yeah. yeah, great. That'd be awesome. But it takes a little shine away from yeah. this possible team winning. Mm. Now, before I, I, I continue that, let me not be dismissive of the Denver Nuggets because we're being very dismissive of them right now, already talking parades. The That's Lakers true. have a fight in their hands, a major yeah. fight. And don't be shocked if the Nuggets just go out there and just pumble them game one. Just don't be surprised if that happens. But I just think the Lakers will fight back. You got to give them respect. They're the number one seed for a reason. So as, we'll leave that at that. We'll talk about the game a little bit more. Now, as, for, uh, as far as LeBron being the GOAT, you have to ask yourself the question you just asked. Is he the all-time champion or is he the greatest basketball player of all time because everyone's going to turn around and say well michael jordan of course you know greatest champion of all time bill russell right Mm -hmm. if you're making a basketball player in the lab and you're you're designing him if you're able to do this james bro it's lebron james dude you know i'm not saying he's the goat but the argument is there and what to go ahead and just dismiss him like he isn't anything dude come on man the dude is he's he's a goat man he's a goat no yeah he's a goat no he's a goat like you're gonna build him Look, I, this is the thing that would drive on me 2K. crazy about. If you, if you build a player on 2K, he's going to come out like LeBron James. It's going to be LeBron James. So this yeah. is what drives me nuts, right? Now, I'll, I'll go real quick on this. That everyone would um, say, oh, man, this guy shoots so much. Oh, man, this guy does this. Oh, man, this guy does that. Dude, LeBron passes the ball, rebounds the ball, scores the ball, attacks the basket. The dude is an overall, overall awesome basketball player. And people want to go ahead and just pull him down because it's LeBron James. Do I like him flopping? No, that's just a little soccer in him, apparently. But, dude, you got to give the guy his credit. Oh, yeah. I think we can do both. You can give him all the dap off the court. He's great. He's a great father, husband, all the great stuff that you want to see in your all-star, all-American, whatever you want to call it, athletes in the, in, in, in the world. But for some odd reason, I like Allen Iverson. Like, for some odd reason, I like Kobe Bryant. For some odd reason, I like Michael Jordan. For some odd reason, Kareem is my goal. Like, it's just something about perception, fandom, um, capture, capturing imagination. Like, Floyd Mayweather's not my goal. He's undefeated. He's the best boxer in his, in his generation. But he's not my goal. My goal has five losses. Muhammad Ali. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, just, it's just as fans, 
we watch the progression of our our our, our, our stars and you kind of you take notes and you kind of like watch the, the thing play out and certain things like Dame Lillard's one of my favorite players but he's always hurt but the fact that he was loyal and the, the fact that he plays hard and the fact that he's not big he's small I don't know all that plays into AC, it AC let me ask you a question yeah AC let me ask you a question and I asked Mike this a couple years ago and now this is going to come into play if you held the and every NBA player of all time is five years old so you got to see the first five to seven years of their career and you hold the number one pick and all these guys are in the pool who is your pick who is your number one pick it depends on the era because if it was in the 70s and 80s it's Kareem because it goes to the big man after that the 90s became a guard league I'm going Michael Jordan if it go to today's game where you can't touch anybody, I'm going LeBron. I know LeBron will be great in any era, mm -hmm. but I'm wondering the toughness part. He hasn't had to deal with being tough. He's gone through getting beat up a little bit, but I mean, the way we played Mike, when we played when we were in, in high school, mm -hmm. you know, it was, a, it was a tougher game. I beat dudes up on hand checks. I know it was a different game. And I know Gilbert Arenas is talking about, man, you old heads don't know nothing about basketball. That's not basketball. Okay, man, my dad taught me from Philadelphia, you don't call foul. You play through it. And you put your hand on somebody in their kidney. And you elbow him in the kidney if he's getting too much. You don't let his life be easy. Now, you know, it's just, I, I would love to see LeBron play in an era where he would have to use his physicality all the time. Like backing dudes in. And, you know, not to dissect his game, but... I would not know how LeBron would, fit, would fare in the Jordan rules. Like, would he be who he is? Wait, he wait, hold on. Old LeBron right now, that's what you're saying. He's backing dudes down and just taking it head down but, and knocking but now it's a foul. But now it's a foul. No, 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 no. He's not getting calls. He actually just went on, like, if you look now, he's, he's averaging like five free throws a, a game. That's low. He's always attacking the rim. It ain't so, the same, man. No, he, he's playing bully ball like he's he did it to Dylan Brooks. We were like, Ooh. no, he's okay. he's able to administer. Nobody can bully LeBron. Nobody's That's what I'm saying. No, 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 Kawhi, no one can bully him. Kawhi beat him up when he was a, when Kawhi was with San Antonio. That's the last time LeBron got beat up. So what you're saying is the guys were just overall tougher. Would he, how would he fare against those other like Charles Oakley types, Carmelo types, he'd be, Charles Barkley types? He'd be fine. Types. He he he'd still be one of the best players ever. I just don't know what that would look like. Like I just know what I know. And I know I saw the progression of Michael Jordan getting his head beat in to beating their heads in. Same thing happened with Kobe. He had to get in the weight room and get tougher because he saw that it was going to take a, a, a sense of physicality to be dominant in this league. You just can't be KD. Now, would and, you and not LeBron, think... LeBron has slimmed up to still be... Yeah, no, so, he's, so he's would you not think that that actually would fall into LeBron James's when he's in his prime, wouldn't that fall into for him to have the advantage because now let's say a guy like charles oakley he's gonna go ahead and beat him up lebron can just pull back to the three-point line and now he has to guard him out there exactly it's a advantage lebron so i believe lebron can play in any era any one of them and i think the only other guy this is my opinion i know everyone's gonna get hell-bent over it my opinion the only other guy that i can two guys would either be kareem shaq or LeBron. That's what would be on my board. And the only reason I don't say Kobe and Mike, because they kind of both, if you're you're drafting, they're both rep, they're mirror images of each other. So they're both going to X each other out because these other three just look different. That's my opinion. I will, I will, what about um, you guys? I will throw Dream in there. 
as far as the the, the big massive guy with the, the skills like if that's what we're looking at who would transcend generations i mean lebron does we just don't know because of all the antics of the last 10 years because he's playing into what the refs want to see lebron's playing the game he's a master he's a he's a, he's a grandmaster of chess if you want to talk about basketball but you know why am i not a big enough fan to buy his shoes like why am i buying air jordans and, and and i'm not even a bulls fan but it's i became marketing. one during the michael jordan era i didn't become a cavaliers fan during my during I wasn't a Bron fan until he came to LA. I went to see LeBron, I took my um, deceased brother-in-law, Pastor Tom, God rest his soul, we went to LeBron's first game. Like we know LeBron is great. LeBron is our generational GOAT. But why do I still have Kareem and Michael Jordan over him? As a fan, I can't even explain it. Because LeBron I, I, is the prototypical basketball player. I can't explain it. I explain it because that's how you grew up. And you people going to like people right now. You got kids right now, little teenagers. They love Steph Curry. That's their goal. <laughs> that's their goal. You, you, you got people yep. right before them. You got people that's in their 30s right now. LeBron James is their goal. People in their 40s. I'm talking about Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. That's their goal. And all, all people saying Kobe Bryant, they're Laker fans. Everybody else is saying Michael Jordan. That's their goal. Now, people like you, you old as hell. And then you from a certain era, you're going to say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because you saw him play in the 70s. So well, that, Dr. That, J was my goal until well, I saw Kareem. Exactly. And I saw Michael Jordan. So, right. you know, Dr. So, J got pushed to the side. So I'm going to answer the question before I cap that, this portion off. Is you said it. I was going to go there. Muhammad Ali. He, like same with LeBron, he's not undefeated. He's not this and that. But all the other accolades. LeBron James is one of the, the one of the, the cleanest whistles you're ever gonna find. Like, and and he surpassed. He's the first player to come out of high school with that much hype. Nicknamed the King. Then he puts tat on his back, the Chosen One. And then he 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 marries his high school sweetheart and yada 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 yada. Got all his boys rich working from like like he he did stuff that people still are trying to figure out how to do. All right. Then he starting the school and, and, and being the face of the Black Lives Matter and all this other stuff and taking a knee with Kaepernick and doing all these different things and, and having mainstream media and CNN talking about telling him to shut up and dribble. LeBron James is cataclysmic. And the same reason why Muhammad Ali is a GOAT, that's why, uh, that's why LeBron James is a GOAT. But see, that's where I've pushed back. And then we talk about any era. Yes, all those things are true, Tony. And all those things are true, AC, the, the 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 accolades and off the court and spotty this and great this and then complaining generation because he's a world talent and he's he's a Build-A-Bear 2K, right? All those are true. I can say the same thing for Kareem. Who who started this gangster-ish? This dude was in college part, part on the, on that panel with that historic panel with with with, with Ali Brown, and Ali. Jim Brown and, and Bill Russell. He was the baby on the panel. To have that sort of mindset at the age of 20, when his name was Lou Alcindor, this man is the GOAT even at Rucker Park. This man is the GOAT. This, this, man, this man is the GOAT at high school. This man, if they allowed freshmen to play on his freshman team, beat the championship UCLA team as a freshman, as 18, 19 years old, this man was the best player of the world. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar not only did it on the court and off the court, it took LeBron James 20 seasons to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. It took Kareem 13 or 14 seasons to pass Wilt Chamberlain, who, if you go to the record books, was the most dominant player of all times, and there will never be one like him. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar 
did that early. It took LeBron 20 years, and that's what he implemented. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar never shot a three-point. I think he shot one in his whole career. One for one. <laughs> this this man did all this shooting twos. And he didn't have the ball. They had to give it to him. They had to give him the ball. He didn't bring the ball to the court. He didn't even control if he had the ball or not. He played with two triple-double threats and Magic Johnson Oscar Robinson, so they were feeding him. Yes, this is true. But imagine being, imagine being somebody who had to rely on someone giving the ball, and then you just can't stop it. You know what's coming. You can't stop it. I got one move. You can't stop it. He could play in any era. And if you played in this era, he would shoot the three. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the answer. He is the GOAT in any era. LeBron James is close. Michael Jordan's close. And Kobe is close. And so is Magic Johnson. Those are my top five. Yeah. But the answer is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Anyways, so... <laughs> <laughs> move, move, moving on moving on we gotta talk about it tonight we have the NBA lottery I like the NBA lottery more than the draft sometimes people I love the lottery we have what four teams that's in the lottery to get the the win by Yama stakes we have the Houston Rockets we have the Detroit Pistons we have San Antonio Spurs and I'm missing somebody it's one other team well I think they all get a shot I think like Dallas is at 3% no not yeah. Dallas no, it's, Washington I mean the, I mean the is it, that's not Washington. It's another team. I'm Washington it gets is. like 6.7. No, Portland gets a 10.5. Is it? It's four, it's four teams that get like that 15. <clears throat> is it three or four? I think I got that. Maybe it's three. Here, maybe I'll pull three. it up San for you Antonio, right now. San Antonio, Houston, and Detroit. I think it's those three teams have like 16.7%. Remember correctly. I'll get it. 14. Yeah, 14. Who else? 14, 14, 14. The Pistons. Yeah, yeah. Pistons have 14. Orlando's nine percent. It's Orlando. Um, the Houston, okay. Houston Rockets, fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Charlotte has twelve point five. There we go. I think Charlotte's the one I was thinking about. So and they, and they have Lamelo Ball. Did you chill out now. If Charlotte get Michael Jordan may not sell this team, people. If anybody y'all becomes Charlotte, he's not selling that team, or maybe he will. Might get a lot more money. But my point is this. The Wimbe Yama 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 sweepstakes zone. We haven't seen this much. You know what I got that from, huh? AC Laugh. You know what I got that from? You know what I got that from, right? Yo, Gabba Gabba. Lisa no, Canby. No, 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 no. Lisa Canby, isn't it? Yes. Yama 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 Yama. Good job. Good yep. job, Tony. Oh. So I've been saying it for, for months, Wimbe Yama Yama Yama. <laughs> anyway, so I've been saying it for months that y'all and y'all finally get where I got it from. Good job, Tony. Uh, I, gotta, I forgot which number of police academy it is, but it's hilarious. I, I think it's Hightower going crazy and undercover. Anyways, um, who, okay, how, how do I phrase this? Wimbayama's going to go to somebody. Who, where do you feel like Wimbayama will be the best fit out of those teams we mentioned earlier? I want to go to you first, Tony. I'd like to, I would love to see him go to the Spurs. Wow. Just to see what will, yeah, what will Pop do with him? Can Pop develop him? Yeah, and then, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Just, just like, because come on, man, look, the Spurs have been irrelevant for a while, right? Can you name, can you name any guys on their roster as of right now? They got rid of one that really was the last one. He gone. Yep. Exactly. So talk about a franchise that needs an injection a star, so a possible star. We still have to see him on the court in the NBA. But the San Antonio Spurs, I would love to see him go there. Uh, let Pop have a guy he can mold, and maybe they'll they'll get another guy next to him, and he'll get his next heir apparent as far as a coach to take him from there. 
You're, maybe get, maybe get Becky Hammond in there. So what do you guys think? The I mean, AC. I, I'm not a big believer in the, in the um, draft. I mean, the Spurs did it with Tim Duncan. But remember when, when the Magic got back-to-back, Shaq and Pity? Did they get a championship? No. It's not It's not an automatic thing. And then you got Chet Holmgren, who is a similar build to Wambayama. He's got mm-hmm. so frail and thin, and they got to go through an 82-game season. I, I mean, it's not an automatic home run. I think you, you're better off in the free agent market. Like, you get these draft picks for, for, tra- for, for trade capital and, you know, sell some tickets. But look how sorry the Rockets were. With all those drafts they've had with Jalen Green and um, you know Josh Childers on Josh uh, whatever his name is the kid from uh, Mayfair High School, um, you know these are good prospects, but they're young, they're kids. They got to go against LeBron and AD, Joker, and you know all these guys that are seasoned and will put their elbow in their throat, and they got to come into a league that these old heads are trying to get chips. It's a it's a lot for a young man to come in, so the, the lottery itself is exciting. But it's not the days when they have Elijah Wan or Ewing or guys that are coming out that's going to come in and be dominant. We don't know if this guy's style is going to, going to really work out. I mean, KD is the is the, is the prototype of that 6'11", 3, you know, and is Wimbayama going to come and be a KD? He will still need some 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 leadership on that team to be successful because look at how KD is, is spiraling out of control without without leadership. LaMelo Ball. And when Miami will be fun to watch, mm-hmm. but they'll be just as sorry as the Rockets this work this year. It's just you know these are kids. We're asking a whole lot yep. of a kid that has not had a chance to even you know mature enough to be a leader amongst the personalities they're going to face in the NBA. I, I mean, I heard this. I mean, I heard the other day somebody that works for the Clippers was like, "You don't know how mean Carmelo Anthony is. He is the meanest dude I've ever met. Like he has a straight Debo. He's a straight." man among boys when it comes to personalities and getting guys you know around him to do a certain thing now he has no championships but you know that type of personality is what a young kid has to come in remember when Kwame Brown had to deal with Michael Jordan like the personalities of these older guys and these younger guys sometimes don't mesh so it'll be interesting to see where he goes if he goes to somewhere sorry like Detroit or somewhere where it might better be it might be Tony might be right Pop might be the best fit for him because he's done it with Tim Duncan. But he also had David Robinson before that happened. So, you know, him being the guy is going to be a lot to ask of an 18, 19-year-old kid. Yeah, I hear you guys. Um, and, and you know what, Tony? I think you're right. It'll be better if he goes to um, if he goes to San Antonio for him. But it's better for the league if he goes to Houston. Now, I want him to go to Charlotte. No, because the markets. I want him because that's the fourth largest market in the United States. I want him to go to Charlotte because of I love the, the ball family, LaMelo Ball, and I think that'd be exciting. But that franchise is trash, and and even though Jordan is everybody's goat, allegedly, he, he's, he is the worst owner in the owner. sport. He's trash owner. And, and not not because of his character, because we already know we had those racist owners or whatever. But um, just just he's just not good at putting good teams together. He just it's just not gonna be, it's just not gonna work. So then Orlando's another good place. You have all these good players. You got Suns. You got Banchero. You have all these other players. Wimbayama will fit great there, and I think that nucleus will be just as good as how OKC is going in the right direction. I think Orlando could be the OKC of the East. I think that'll be great. But in Houston, Ime Udoka. Oh boy. And then and then that in that market there. How'd you want, hide your wife. There. <laughs> Bing, you know, but he he got, he got all the strip clubs he needs out there. He's good, but um, I think having woman. he wants your woman. He don't want that woman. He wants your. <laughs> he wants. I, I think the problem with Popovich that this is a Popovich twenty years ago. 
I, I think that's the difference. And I think that age gap from Popovich to Wimbayama is going to show his ugly head. And I feel like the talent around them just isn't good enough. And then I believe the style of play that Popovich probably going to try to implement would not work for Wimbayama. I just think there's too big of a gap. The best coach fit for Wimbayama is in Houston. And so, and then they have a nice, good young nucleus. They brought they brought Emei Doka there for for the potential, of hopefully getting Wimbayama there and starting something fresh there. They fired that young Silas purposely. They got him set up. They wanted him to suck the team away. Pause. No pun intended, or whatever you want to say. You know, pause. But sorry. So, so I believe Emei Doka in Houston with Wimbayama will be a great fit. I just feel like it's bad that they're going to be in a Western Conference. But as we saw this season, the Western Conference is wide open. You were going to say, Tony? So to Okay, so to your point about Houston, um, everyone has James Harden going back to Houston, right? Not really. That, that, uh, but, but it's that, a bargaining that's chip. The, yeah, so then that's, that's not going to work out. The only reason why I said San Antonio is there's no pressure. They're not going to win. They get to build them. And guess what? They get to trade them away in a couple years. They won't do that. But they're going to have to. It's not the San Antonio way. Uh, they traded Kawhi. Nah, that he, he forced his way out. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota exactly. But they, they had to trade him. So for them to build, look, Pop will go ahead and mold them. And look at just what we were talking about with Morant earlier. You think um, Popovich will go ahead and let a player do this? No, he'll suspend him himself. He'll go ahead and keep him in, in line, keep him in check, teach him basketball the way they want to be able to teach it in, in San Antonio. Doesn't mean he's gonna they're gonna win anything as far as fit. That's why I just think it's the best fit. Yeah, he's, Larry, there's no Larry pressure. Brown, Larry Brown, Augustine, he needs Yeah. Team. The structure, there's no pressure about winning. And maybe they get something built. You never know. Maybe there's no they'll pressure draft a of winning guys. with any of those organizations. They were that's why they're in the lottery. There's no pressure winning at any of these teams. Absolutely, I, 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 I get your like point. Mark, I think of the marketing dollars. I feel like the younger coach who knows what he's doing. Obviously, he took a, he took a young scrappy bunch, but young, young talent. He's done it before. I feel like, and, and then there's there's a there's a there's an opening in that position. They don't have any power forwards over there. Hey, I, have, you guys, have you guys heard Wimbayama talk? Is he a, is he a special? Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah. He, he, he's very heady. His English is great. He, he he's he's the real deal. Is I just Giannis? does he have that Giannis hit back? <laughs> um, maybe we gotta wait I and see. I haven't, I haven't seen him. All I've seen is a couple of highlights. I haven't seen his personality. Wait, when you say Giannis, it are you talking about his his speech or the way he carries like, himself or like his play? How, how how Giannis is so honest is intriguing and it's, yes. it's something that you're yes. okay. Yes, yes, yes. My man told a reporter. <laughs> oh yeah, great <laughs> yeah. moment. That was <laughs> awesome. Wimba <laughs> Yama, he—he—he's everything you will want. Yes, he's a little frail, but damn it, he's seven five. You don't want him to get too heavy, honestly, because then your body won't be able to hold it up. He's seven so, five. He's seven. Yeah, he's seven five. five. Oh my God, he's seven five. Can take you off the dribble, shoot. Did you see the clip when he shot the three pointer, missed it, and he caught it back and dunked? Come on, man. He—he he, he, like you see, you see what Giannis can do, right? Yeah. Imagine Giannis being four inches taller and can shoot. That's crazy, man. That's there. There you go. That's who you're looking at. You're looking at a longer Giannis who can shoot and has a better handle. That's unreal. and and he's going to be a rookie. It, how like, old? Like, how old is he though? Where, what, what's, nineteen. What country, what country is he from? France. He ain't no nineteen. 
He's 19. <laughs> 23. He's, 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 he's 19. But he's 20 something. Now you, you look at him. He, he looks very green. He's, he's young. So yeah, he looks. He looks very young. He, he looks young. You know, he has a. He's young, and they've been following him for the past seven years. So it's not like it's just happened. Like the six years. I'm sorry. So what, what I'm saying all to say, and you know, I'm like buying the hype. They talked about all these different guys like that. Oh, he's a unicorn. Look what happened to Porzingis. Like, I'm not going to buy into all that stuff, but this is undeniable. LeBron James, there's never been this much hype since LeBron. And that we've 20 years later, and it's here again. It's generational talent. LeBron says, we've seen unicorns. This is an alien. <laughs> that's it. That's what they say. That so that says it all. So, so before we get out of here, man first of all i'll say thank you guys once again for coming on appreciate you guys you guys are my brothers um and we got to watch a game together we, we, we got to get to tony's house in the man cave and catch a lakers home game we got to do it tony got to set it up man what we game three game four what we doing let's do uh <laughs> what's game three land oh uh, so... game, game game one is tonight tuesday game two is thursday so game three is uh saturday saturday i think i might be down saturday let me go through the schedule, see what I got going on at the shop, and if not, we'll have it here. At the shop? Oh, no, I'm here. Sorry, you're in the yeah, cause... Now. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, AC, we got to check back with you, man, and see if you're available. I don't know what you're. I know you probably got stuff with your son. I'm not sure, but if you're available, we got to. His man cave is beautiful, man. You'll love it. All right, love man. It. Let me know. All right, man. So we got to get about here. We say a little overtime, but we gave him a. We, hey, appreciate y'all for coming on. It's been a blessing. AC, any, any final words? Nah, man, just uh, the bubble redo, redo. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be exciting. I can't wait to see it. Tony? Lakers in six. Lakers <laughs> in six. We all in agreement. Lakers in six. Lakers and, in six. And, and, and I'll be honest, the only team I flight. I said this before the playoffs started. I said there's no team in the West that could beat the Lakers. I said it, and I'm sticking to it. I said there's two teams that could beat the Lakers. They're both in the East. The Bucks, they're gone. And the Celtics, they're still there. So we're rooting for Miami. All right. Anyways, <laughs> with that, y'all, I appreciate y'all. I'm signing off. Y'all been listening to The Time Is Now. Have a great day, people. We do not have the rights to this music.
Mani Mo. I wreck the mic like a pimp pimp shows. Here's how it goes, I am a genius, I mean this I shape this, you'll tape this, I'm kinda fiendish You wish that you could come into my neighborhood Meaning my mental state, still I'm five foot eight Crazy as I wanna be, cause I make it orderly You could say I'm sorta the boss, so get lost The brother who will make you change opinions Dominions, I'm in them when it's time to kick fish from the heart Cause I get a piece of the action Feeling satisfaction from the street crowd reaction Chumps pull guns when they feel afraid Too late, when they dip in the kick, they get sprayed Lemonade was a popular drink, and it still is I get more props and stunts than Bruce Willis A poet like Langston Hughes and can't lose when I cruise Out on the expressway, leaving the bodega, I say suave. Premier's got more beats than Bond's got hate. Clips I've inserted into my gun, so I can take the money, never have to run. To run. guests vice president kamala harris enjoy hey y'all what's up it's saturday so i'm gonna keep it black but i'm gonna keep it brief i'm sorry what well hi lene how are you madam vice president what are you doing in my parking lot well this is actually an undisclosed location but i am here to talk with you right right secret service well i'm here to talk about gun violence Again. Let's get into it. Last Wednesday in Atlanta, Georgia, 24-year-old Dion Patterson walked into the waiting room of Northside Medical Center around lunchtime and opened fire with a semi-automatic handgun killing one woman and wounding four others. And I'd really love to talk about something else. I really would. But this shooting actually happened just two blocks away from me while my man was outside walking the dog. And it seems like more and more communities are going to have to be touched by gun violence for the call to action to be loud enough for some type of meaningful legislation to happen. Inquiring minds want to know, why doesn't there seem to be any talk of an executive order? Well, actually, the president signed an executive order in March. What? That wasn't in my notes. Yes, and that's not all. President Biden and I believe that all people in all communities deserve to be safe, and that is why President Biden signed the most significant gun reform legislation 
in nearly 30 years. And then he took executive action. President Biden signed an executive order that strengthens background checks, keeps guns out of dangerous hands, and cracks down on gun dealers who break the law. These are important steps, but there is so much more to do. So you two have done what's in your power, and now we're waiting on Congress? Exactly. Congress must have the courage to act and keep Americans safe. Thank you for the clarification. And it's interesting seeing as some members of Congress seem to be currently occupied with bills about CRT, anti-trans legislation, anti-abortion legislation, and now attempts to mandate that the Ten Commandments be displayed in K-12 classrooms. But I digress. Ooh. Now the attack itself only lasted about two minutes, but one, the people there and their families will be affected for a lifetime. And two, everyone in the surrounding buildings and areas had to shelter in place for hours because they could not locate the shooter. Patterson was able to cross the street, carjack a truck, and subsequently lead multiple police departments on an eight-hour manhood. And all this may seem like an extremely audacious scenario, one that would come straight out of a scene of Donald Glover's Atlanta. But this is what happens again when guns are so easily accessible and when background checks do not adequately screen gun buyers. The policy changes we need are really pretty straightforward. We need background checks. We need red flag laws. Because here's the thing, you might want to know before someone buys a gun whether they have been found by a court to be a danger to themselves or others. You just might want to know. I think it's reasonable. And by the way, most gun owners agree. Even the majority of Americans support background checks for all gun purchases. Repeatedly, we see that some mass shooters often suffer from or have had a history of mental illness. So how is it that we live in a country where someone who's experiencing a mental health crisis has an easier time getting their hands on an automatic weapon than the care and the help that they Need. It's pretty straightforward. There are not enough leaders in state houses and in the United States Congress who have the courage to fight for the safety of our children. If they did, they would pass these common sense gun safety laws. For the safety of our children is correct. And I don't know if y'all know this, but part of our vice president's job is to physically travel across the country as one of our nation's leaders. So she was here in Atlanta after the shooting in the massage parlor in 2021, in Chicago last year after the shooting in Highland Park, in Buffalo, New York, when we lost some of our black elders in that grocery store, and then in Nashville to stand in solidarity with the Tennessee Three. And she wasn't just offering condolences, but stressing the fact that we do not have to live like this and making it plain that we will not be silenced in this effort to ban assault weapons. Let us reject the false choice that you're either in favor of the Second Amendment or you want reasonable gun safety laws. We can and we must do both. Tell the truth, shame the devil. We need leaders to join President Biden and me and step up and protect our children. Because how you going to be a leader when all you're doing is following? Great question. We have had 210 mass shootings this year so far. 210. And I realize to Americans, these numbers probably don't even sound crazy anymore. So let me break it down for you a little bit. In each of the last three years, America has surpassed over 600 mass shootings. Not just gun deaths, not just gun-related incidents, but mass shootings. 610 in 2020, 690 in 2021, and 647 in 2022. And that's just about two a day on average. And I'm tired of preaching to the choir, so yeah, y'all have signed the first gun safety legislation in 30 years and an executive order. But if one side of Congress seems to be twiddling their thumbs, the question is, what are we voting for at this point? You've seen the stats. Gun violence is now the number one cause of death of our children in this nation. And one in five Americans has lost a family member due to gun violence. And you know, while all this violence impacts communities in devastating ways, we know it does not do so equally. Black people are only 13% of America's population, but more than 60% of homicide victims from gun violence. Well said, Madam Vice President. It's time to get back to work. And I think we're gonna need some more tea. More tea. You can win as long as you keep your head to the sky. Be optimistic. But that's it this week, guys. Another great week, another great show. 
All right, I want to give a special shout out to my buddies, AC from AC Sports Live and Tony from Sports Coffee, people. Yeah. Yeah, all right. The music choice this week was um, DWYCK by Gangstar. Nice and smooth. Remember, if you like the show, like it. Of course, of course, share. And of course, of course, subscribe. Now it's time for our final word. So that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. This is trustworthy saying, and I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone, but avoid foolish controversies and genealogy and arguments and quarrels about the law, because these are unprofitable and useless. Warn a divisive person once and then warn them a second time. After that, have nothing to do with them. Titus 3, 7 through 10. Remember, spread love, share love, embrace love. For God is love. Till next time, peace. Child.